Now entering the final descent of our main slate. And yes, I am here on a late night, fresh off of work, fresh off of doing laundry. But I'm here for you guys at almost 2.30 in the morning to give final thoughts for the week ahead. This is the secret menu, the contrarian show. How off the board can we get? We're going to find out tonight. Well, this morning on the DFS Deli. Broncos, you know what? I'm just going to let it slide. to the DFS Deli. Yes, my throat is finally, finally almost recovered from strep. I'm so happy to actually get that intro out. I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Saleh Ali Shahid, and I am joined tonight by my, my main squeeze, my main man, Chill. I mean, I was going to do the show with Baker, but he sent me one text saying he wanted to do something, and just like 90% of my Tinder matches, they ghosted me. So I go to old reliable, old faithful, my boy Chill. Welcome back to the deli. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm good. You know, uh, actually, we had a just a mini kind of board game night with uh with the other deli mate, Dale. Uh, Dale actually took a W in one game, and I took a W in the other. So uh, already winning here uh, on the early morning, but. Uh, it's uh, getting ready to dive on into this slate, look at some ownership, and, uh, you know, well, uh, shoot, shoot the shit here and go from there. That's it, man. That's it. I, I'm very excited to actually uh, do one of these shows <laughs> because I my takes for being off the board are the more fun takes. I love the core plays. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. But it's just something about exploiting the the low own that that one to two to three percent own player that just goes absolutely bananas and shoots you to the top of the leaderboard if you were a josh jacobs owner last week that was you if you were a Devonte adams owner the week before or a tony pollard only the week before that was you so we're gonna try and find out who that guy is or those set of guys here on the contrarian show if you don't know what we do we break down uh position by position and go for the the low own plays, the off the board plays that the field may not be on and could be the key, as it were, to the slate. So I'm excited to talk about it. Um, Chill, I know you got some hot takes for me. I mean, Baker didn't send us any notes. He just sent me a text saying he wanted to do it and he didn't do it. And, you know, I, you know, I, I know it's late. People, people need their rest. I, I understand. It's OK. He's a working man. I'm a work I again. I just got off of work, chill. <laughs> On that uh, whirly ball grind, baby. You know it's the holiday season. I need to need to get some ends up. You when, know? Uh, what type of groups did we have tonight? Bar mitzvah. Ah, the old bar mitzvah. Oh yeah, that was actually the last one of the year. Uh, I think the next next two Saturdays are like Cleveland Clinic and like Ooh. this tire place. We like the clinic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're uh, we're gonna be on the grind. Oh, side note. Um, well, I think his name's Josh. Uh, he's having liver surgery, like getting it half half of it removed. Uh, is that the guy that looks like Hosa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ricky said he's gonna text me throughout the week and uh, see. You know, I said him. I, I told him I was like, listen, I'll tell my normal ninety five to nine to five to f off. Okay, I'm gonna get some sweet, sweet corporate money on the cheap. <laughs> you better hit your boy up. 
Oh yeah, man. Ain't ain't nothing better than that corporate. Ain't, ain't nothing better. No job paying you better than Morley Ball in December. That's it, man. The rest it. of the eleven months we won't talk about, but in December, whoo. Oh yeah, we bring it in. Just like we're gonna bring it in in these tournaments tomorrow, because last week we had a, a, a modicum of success. This week, I think chill, I think we're gonna bring it home because some of these plays we're gonna talk about. I don't think anybody else is going to be talking about all that much. So if you want to start at quarterback, I think we can go ahead and dive on in. So I know we got a couple guys, a couple guys we actually agree on, but there's a, there's a little, there's a, there's a little difference between, uh, between the both of us. So uh, why don't we start on the cheap end? Cause I know you are excited to play a little Kenny Pickett tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Pickett going into this matchup against Atlanta, who still really doesn't have, uh, the secondary here, the game is in is indoors, uh, so we'd like to see that. Um, you know, he comes in at a very cheap price on both sites, so that actually uh, might save you a little bit of money to get up to some of these either high-end wide receivers you want to play or running backs. Uh, so I do like me some Kenny Pickett this week. His, uh, his stack options are cheap, um, but I do like me some Kenny Pickett this week. Um, quarterback is a rather interesting... Uh, it's a rather interesting position this week because that ownership is going to be pretty spread out. Um, I would be very surprised to see any quarterback probably in a GPP be over 12%. Um, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I, I, I would be surprised. I mean, I could see it. I, I could see Trevor being, uh, being that guy. Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't think Mahomes gets the 12 Joe Burrow. Oh, that's the that's the quarterback I'm fading. I mean, everybody's going after that game, Chill. You know this. Like it's it's Vegas, Chargers, Cincy, KC. Like we haven't had a slate where we have multiple games over fifty. You know, because the last couple slates have been kind of gross. So I think this is going to be one of the more higher scoring slates. But you best believe everybody's going to that those two games. So I, I think. I think it won't get to 20, but I think there's going to be a couple quarterbacks that are going to be approaching 15 to 17. And I think I just rattled them off. It's going to be Herbert, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence for some strange reason. And uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, those are the guys, those are the guys up top. So we want to get a little weird. I like the Kenny Pickett call and I'm going to stick on the low end before we go up to the high end. Can I interest you again in Mike White? Yeah, I think it's definitely a playable option. Um, you know, his, uh, you know, the guy you're going to pair him with is going to be super chalky. But if they don't have the quarterback with them, then then that's fine. Yeah, you know, I think like you like you mentioned, Garrett Wilson is going to be pretty chalky, and he was chalky last week and got there. But I mean, Mike White put up 303 in the rain. That he did. Now he's indoors. Now he's going indoors against you know I'm following the Minnesota Vikings. I think this team is fraudulent. And I think this team can be lit up through the air. I mean, Mac Jones had his best game of his season against these Vikings. So you mean to tell me somebody that literally plays with his hair on fire and Mike White can't tear up this Minnesota secondary? I, I, I'm all in. And again, his tracking options are cheap. So you can load this game up because, again, the run back options are there. No one's playing Hawkinson. No one's playing Jay Jetta. So it's like it's right there. But like we mentioned on Wednesday – <laughs> Someone's getting sauce, bro. 
Somebody's definitely getting the sauce. So is J- is Jay Jetta gonna get the sauce, or are they just gonna let Adam Thielen run cardio out there and just like <laughs> take away sauce, and then Jay Jetta can get open? Well, it might be it, it might be Thielen getting the sauce, but I mean J- Justin Jefferson might want to just go one v one with him, you know. So, um, I mean, it'll be interesting. One v one snipers only on Rust. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on Rust, bro. Yeah, I'll take Jay Jetta in that matchup. Like, I'm um, not, as everyone knows, I'm not a Minnesota Vikings fan, but a game-recognized game, Jay Jetta is an elite top three receiver in the NFL, and it's not debatable. So I think he can win any one-on-one matchup, and I understand that uh, the Jets do have two top-flight corners. I think this game could honestly put up some points, and no one's going to be on it. So well, give me I the think- cheaper side. I like Mike White. I think I think what will what might help uh, the Justin Jefferson argument here, um, like the Jets' pass rush isn't great, um, and if you give Cousins enough time, like he can pick you apart with the weapons he has. So um, it's definitely an intriguing spot. <laughs> I oh, think, yeah, uh, absolutely. I think on the high end, we're both in agreement here about Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah, yeah. You can load up the hurt business. Because, I mean, it, when people see Tennessee, they think slog. It's boring football. Yeah, it really is. But Tennessee forces you to throw. And they're, and, a, good, and they're a good defense, too. Like, even against the pass, but they're just so good against the run. Correct. And that's what the Eagles want to do is establish it. But if they know they can't establish it in this matchup, I think that's going to put the onus on Jalen Hurts' arm. And uh, he's got some premier weapons, and I think we're going to talk about at least one of them in the wide receiver section, but uh, I'll, hold, I'll hold off. I'll, I'll hold off. I'll hold off. But yeah, Jalen Hurts, man, you and I are definitely in agreement. Um, this game could put up some points, and the runbacks on Tennessee are, are pretty easy. I mean, either you're playing our king or you're playing Traylon Burks. Uh, basically, yeah. Unless you're going to really punt and play like Austin Hooper, which is gross, but... Ew. If you're saying, you know, kind of F the position, then, I mean, it's an easy run back. I can't wait till we... T- I want to talk tight end, too, man. Like this, Normally, you don't talk tight ends, but I think, like, this is going to be one of the keys to the slate, is the tight end position. Obviously, it starts with quarterback, but, man, I'm telling you, there there could be some, some mad separation at the position this week, but we'll... We'll get there when we get there. So let me slow down. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, and if we're going to stay at the top end as well. You know, my guy who I've been beating the drum for, this is going to be my first certified fresh DFS Delhi take. Okay. Certified fresh. Tua Tunga Vailoa needs to be more owned than he is. Nobody's playing him. No one's going to play. I don't care what these damn ownership project. Like, if you're talking about higher stakes, no one's playing Tua because no one has the balls. So we've seen this total drop over the week. But, again, we've and we saw what San Francisco did against the, the Saints, which means absolutely nothing to me. There is no triple stack on this slate that has higher upside than Tua Waddle Hill. No one will play it, and the ceiling is massive. So if you want to take a shot on any any double stack on this slate that is going to be super low-owned, 
and the late window. Give me this Tua double, please. This is my certified fresh take of the week. Tua will take down tournaments this week. I mean, it's a, it's a fair assessment. So anybody else we're missing? Because I'm not playing these bums. I'm not, I'm not playing any bums. Um, like I kind of mentioned off air a little bit, if Justin Fields is playing... He's coming in at sub 3% ownership. I get the injury concern, but I think that becomes really intriguing. I mean, he's got legs. He knows how to use them. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kid Rock. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. I mean, I, I I can't pull the trigger personally on Justin Fields, but I 100% get the logic behind it. People see that Q tag and... It, it, injuries always scare people off when it comes to ownership. So I'm 100% with you on that one. But me personally, I wouldn't be able to pull the trigger, but I get I get the logic behind it. So I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Did we miss anybody or can we roll over the running back? Uh, I think we can roll over the running back. This is where I think ownership is actually going to be relatively flat. To be honest, I mean, we got some injury news with uh, looks like Antonio Gibson is going to give it a go. So what we thought could have been a, a cheap uh, Brian Robinson play is no more. It looks like uh, yeah, but if he's going to be super limited, like we don't know I, that, though. That's the problem. That is the problem. But I mean, like if you're if you're going to try and jam in, like I think you're going the, the route of trying to pay for these uh, expensive wide receivers. Yes, I am. You already know, baby. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm wide receiver out. I mean, at this point, like somebody like Brian Robertson would make a ton of sense for your build, right? I mean, he's cheap. The matchup is good. I can get behind it. I can see him fitting in some of my builds. But, I mean, for me, like I said, this week I have to pay down. So I'm thinking guys like uh, Zodovan Knight, going against Minnesota, if I'm not using the Mike White side of the ball. You know, Minnesota middle of the road against the run. We saw what Zonovan did last week. I understand, uh, oh, my gosh, James Robinson should be active in this one. Still split in time with Ty Johnson, but all of those factors are going to keep his ownership lower. So, again, if I can guarantee, you know, 12 to 15 touches running and or rushing and receiving, I think Zonovan has decent enough upside at his price to pay off. I'm not saying he's going to break any slates because, again, if you're looking for 30-some-odd-plus upside, you have to go to the top end. There's going to be no cheap plays that are going to be breaking this slate. It's just not going to happen. But if you're looking to chip away, chip away at it, uh, get behind somebody like Zonovan Knight. And, again, what should have been a chalkier play, it looks like no one's on this week, and I guess for the reasons that I mentioned. So, you know, if I'm paying down – Zonovan's probably going to be one of the way uh, one of the ways I go. And if you want to get funky, chill. Can can I can I interest you in a funky play? Uh, of course. I mean, this is what we're here for, right? We're here for the funk. So everybody is here for this Detroit Jacksonville game. But there's one running back that ain't nobody gonna be playing, and that's DeAndre Swift. Slowly seeing the workload increase. Not saying that he's going to be taking over Jamal Williams. But literally, Jamal Williams has not had a target 
in a month. Clearly, their receiving back is going to be DeAndre Swift. If, if everybody is playing the sun god, because you already know he is the chalk du jour of the slate. Why don't you just go to the opposite end, get yourself a little piece of this game, and play some DeAndre Swift? What say you? Um, I'm gonna just Swift will be a hard pass for me. Um, let me ask you this: Would it surprise you if this man literally had six touches for 125 yards and two touchdowns? No, it wouldn't. Would it surprise you? It wouldn't surprise me, but I think I'd rather play Jamal Williams because nobody's playing him either. I don't like guys that don't get, like, targets. (laughs) Literally, 40% of his fantasy production is touchdowns. If you keep him out of the end zone, it's a wrap. He's not scoring. I agree, but he could have 60 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, he could. Or, or, or DeAndre Swift. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> could have 60 total or 60 yards and like three touchdowns uh, like 120 you want, yards you want to take swift against williams then? yes <laughs> all right that's yes, fair. absolutely mark, mark <laughs> it down mark it down that is that is definitely uh oh do you want to take kenny pickett versus mike white yeah i thought we agreed on that one on wednesday okay all right cool 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 i just want to re i just want reassurance that we did take that i can't believe i almost took that sam darnold one what it's he was knocking, man. It was that rushing touchdown. Or should I say the uh, the roll into the end zone? Sorry, what was that? I was talking about Sam Darnold's roll into the end zone last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Safety first. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. But, I mean, on the high end, Chill, who who, who are you looking at at uh, potentially low owned here? Uh, on the high end, I mean, you're looking at um, – you're looking at somebody like Nick Chubb and it's, you know, it's that time of the, uh, it's that time of the year. It's December. So uh, one running back that really, um, you know, kind of turns it on in November. It's our King. Um, but this week, I mean, nobody's playing, uh, you know, no, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, it's probably because he's too expensive, but like Nick Chubb's going up against the Texans. Yes. Like I just, I don't understand why his ownership is so low. Cause it's Nick, it's Nick Chubb. I mean, I get it, but I mean, he could go. For I mean, look at that price, bro. I get it, but he could go for three hundred and three. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're I mean, not wrong. I mean, and Philadelphia seems to be a run funnel. Um, so in terms of the high end, it's those two. I think the most intriguing running back on the slate has to be CMC, right? I mean, I'm looking at his ownership numbers, and I I was actually surprised that they're higher than what I thought they would have been. I, I think, thought he was going to be like the premier swaption for me. I mean, he still might. I mean, because ownership this year has been kind of weird. Um, but I, I, he's the most intriguing running back on the slate. Elijah Mitchell was put on IR. Um so, I think, so can I ask your opinion about this? So CMC, yeah. right? So remember yeah. a couple weeks ago? Uh, well, maybe it wasn't a couple weeks. So a, a while back. No, actually, it was a while back when um, we all thought that playing Rashard Penny was like so sharp and he would come in at like 2% owned. And then when the tournament started, he was like 40% owned. I think this could be a case where that happens with CMC. I don't think so because of this price. 
His price ain't even bad. I mean, like, look on FanDuel alone. He's only $100 more than Ken Walker. He's $1,400 less than the aforementioned Nick Chubb. He's less than our King. He's less than Austin Eckler. He's way less than Josh Jacobs. I mean, his price ain't even prohibitive. I don't, I just, I I don't think people are going to play him. I think they're going to try and, I, I think the popular build this week is the two wide receiver build. Um, cause everybody this week, I think is going to be playing, uh, Josh Jacobs and ETN. I mean, their injury, uh, their injury concern kind of scared me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think, uh, I, I don't, I don't think people are going to play him. Can I convince you that Damian Pierce is the easiest fade on this, on this slate? Yeah, but he could to- I could totally see that dude going for 102 for no reason because it's the Browns. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. The Browns are trash. Don't <laughs> don't get it so, twisted. Don't get it twisted. They're so bad. So bad. But like, oh, Damian Pierce is cheap. Damian Pierce is going against the Browns. This team will never be on offense. Like <laughs> this team is gonna fall. Like, this is exactly what happened against Miami, right? Like we looked up and it was 30 to nothing. True. Their I mean, like off- in a blink of an eye. <laughs> but <laughs> their offense really stuttered once the uh, once the O lineman got hurt. His name is just slipping through my mind right now. But like once he got injured, their offense slowed down tremendously. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't get hurt, I believe they're strapping Houston for more points. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I one hundred percent agree. All right, chill. I got two dart throws for you. All right. You already know who one is. <laughs> the numbers? It's Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason. Jimmy Garoppolo came out and said he's very interested and intrigued by what he can uh, do for this offense. Okay, came in last week in mop-up duty, five carries, 25 yards. But we know the injury situation with the San Francisco backfield. And we all know that I don't think Shanahan is willing to give CMC 30 touches. That ain't going to happen, especially with this lingering knee injury, apparently. I know he's off the injury report. 100% understand that. But the backup running back in San Francisco always gets tote. That's just the way it is. But he's not going to get the goal line work, and that would be my concern. Like, Who is? It'd be CMC. You think? Yeah. I mean, it's one less mouth to feed because it looks like Debo's trending to be out. Um, but he's going to be a quote-unquote game-time decision. But I would be very surprised if he plays. They're probably going to just run CMC on the outside. Like, they're probably not going to run him in between the tackles. But, like, I could see CMC getting 12, 12 carries, six to eight targets. I, 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 I mean, I'm with you. But at this price... And this ownership, I'm talking large field. I'm not talking loaded up in your, you know, hundred to three hundred dollars single entry. That's that's out of the question. If, yeah, if, if you're gonna dart do throw, if, I'm okay with it as a dart throw. Yeah, you could do worse, right? You could do worse. And my last dart throw is Kyron Williams. This I, uh, it looks like the the changing of the guard at running back is happening. Seattle. Just got gashed by uh, Josh Jacobs last week for 300-plus yards total. We all know that the Rams aren't interested in Cam Akers. And week by week, Kyron Williams is getting more and more opportunities. 
Not saying he's the most explosive running back, but again, in this particular scenario, going against Seattle could make for an interesting play. Again, large field, a little less of a dart throw than, you know, the numbers, Mason. But, uh, yeah, man, I think I might load up a little Kyron Williams tomorrow, man. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, pass. Uh, that's a pass for me. I, I understand the logic completely, but that's a backfield I'm just staying out of. Who who you want? Who you want on the low end against Kyron Williams? I'll take it. What's his price? Uh, he is fifty five on FanDuel, and I think he's forty eight or fifth. Actually, I think he might be in the fives on DK. Let me switch that real quick. Let me see. <laughs> I don't even think there's any. I I guess on FanDuel, fifty two, fifty two on DraftKings. On FanDuel, I would almost have to take Zonovan Knight, who's fifty eight hundred. Uh, but let me see. Let me compare him on DraftKings. Who's around this price on DraftKings? I think he's more of a PPR play too. So I'll take I'll take whoever you want on DraftKings. How about that? <coughs> on DraftKings, I'll probably I'll take Brian Robertson Jr. Okay, all right, accept it, done. Uh, Chill. Anybody we missed that running back? You can you can hit me up with some of your plays. Too bad we don't have Dana Brooke here. Um, sleeping. Oh, we'll remember. We'll, we'll remember. You, you and I will be. Uh, you and I will be texting. Um, you don't want to play Lat Marie in the revenge game, bro. <laughs> that was a funny one. <laughs> um, like, oh, well, yeah. I saw. I I can't take the credit. I saw a tweet on Twitter. I don't know who it was from, but they built like the all revenge lineup. So it was. It was Deshaun That's Watson. Hilarious. It was Deshaun Watson. It was both the Miami running backs. It was Lat Marie in the flex. It was AJ Brown, Marvin Jones, Shark. I don't remember who they had at tight end. It had to have been Conklin. It may have been Conklin, and I think it was like Baltimore's defense or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Revenge. Does Dalvin Cook intrigue you? Uh, only because I'm playing the Jet side of that, he could make for an interesting run back. Because I don't think anybody's playing Dalvin Cook, and they're coming off the mini buy, and like he gets tote. I mean, you know who doesn't run against uh <laughs> the Jets? Fucking running backs. Jets defense is nasty, bro. Uh, agreed, but um, yeah, um, but, but yeah, and some Jets run backs. Yeah, yeah, I, I can get behind it. I wouldn't one off. Dalvin Cook. I, I wouldn't have him as a one-off. But if I'm playing some Jets, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can get behind then, Dalvin Cook. Uh, did they determine if Najee Harris was playing? Yeah, Najee Harris went from, uh, you know, doubtful, doubtful, <laughs> no injury designation. <laughs> what the hell? So, um, yeah, he's he's playing. That's so weird. Um, I know I would have loaded up Jalen Warren, but no. I got to find some other cheap running back. Um, Dicks. I mean, other than that, not. I think we really hit on the guys who are going to be low owned. Um, I mean, I don't even like a lot of the guys at the top end. <laughs> I'm saying, dog. I'm like, saying, like there, there's so many running backs in great matchups. Don't get it twisted, okay? Like I'm looking at, like I understand Austin Eckler. Yeah. I I understand it. I understand his ownership, but like. I would rather pay for Nick Chubb at lower ownership. He said, if I'm going to go up, I'm going all the way up. 
and like Josh Jacobs and ETN, I mean, like, I know they're not like injured, but like they're injured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so, I hear you. I hear you 100%. So super intriguing. But no, I think, I think we covered it. I mean, if you want to plug in Isaiah Pacheco, because he's going to have an opportunity, like with him being the guy now, mm-hmm. um, he's always going to have an opportunity to score two touchdowns. Like okay. they, their red zone offense was atrocious last week. Mahomes did like mention that in a couple of interviews, but like when they got to the goal line, they were trying to run it in with Pacheco. Like instead of the one touchdown he had, he could have had two or three. Um, sure. So he, I mean, on DraftKings, if you're trying to jam in these high price wide receivers, I think he makes a ton of sense. Uh, FanDuel, maybe not because he costs 7K on FanDuel. So that, like, that's a decision. But on DraftKings, if you were just going to play Pacheco and Robinson and jam in these higher price guys, like, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's slide over to our <laughs> receiver. Let me make this loud and freaking clear. Please play Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Oh my God. There should this this ownership should never be this low on these guys. I mean, like Tyreek Hill can break a slate by himself. Yeah, and Waddle's ownership as I'm looking here is low. That's what I'm saying, man. Again, certified fresh take. Load up the Tua double. And you re- are you ready for my second certified DFS Delhi fresh take? I'm ready. AJ Brown will be the number one receiver on the slate. Let me make this very clear to you all. This can go one of two ways, okay? Either AJ Brown's freaking ego and his attitude towards his team. He's going to get one catch, talk shit, and punch somebody in the face and get ejected. <laughs> or he's going for a buck 60 and three. I was putting this out right now. So, and then you look at his ownership, which is sub 10. The Slim Reaper's ownership, which is sub five. Jalen Hurts looking at sub 10. Literally, if you load up that trio, you don't have to do anything else off the board. Again, if Tennessee is going to force you to pass, this offense is no joke, man. This offense can light you up. So, again, if if, if I'm going to go for ceiling, right, right behind the Tua premium, I think the Hurts double is right behind on this slate. That can't be matched when it comes to ceiling. I, I love the Hurts double this week. Like, load it up, man. Load it the f- up. Certified fresh. If you are not playing A.J. Brown, you're going to lose. All right? Again, I'm just I'm just a guy on a podcast yelling at my friend at 3 a.m. about Arthur Juan Brown, okay? I need this man in my life, okay? I, I need it. I need it. So if I'm going to go off the board a little bit, not even a little bit, a lot of it, just give me these guys, man. I, I have to play A.J. Brown. I have to play Tyreek. I got to play Waddle. There is really, I mean, Devontae Adams is up there too, but as far as his ownership goes, it's dwarfed by everyone else's. So, I mean, he's going to be kind of chalky, like right behind guys. Like, again, I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown, who we mentioned, uh, T. Higgins. I don't think a lot of people are going to play Jamar Chase because of the injury. 
A lot of people are going to jump on Zay Jones and the revenge game. But, like, Zay Jones had his week. You just play Marvin Jones, which is the direct leverage from Zay Jones. And the other revenge game. Like, nobody's playing Marvin Jones. I know it's really gross. But, like, in that in that shootout game, mm-hmm. um, I think it's super intriguing. I mean, the only chalk gear I receiver I actually like and I'm going to play is Garrett Wilson. I like Garrett Wilson this week as well. If you want to fire up Garrett Wilson on either site, because he's still underpriced, in my opinion, um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, 100%. I mean, but as we're looking at some of these, like, nobody's playing Jamar Chase either. Um, so if he's if he's deemed good to go, which I believe he is, nobody's playing Chase. Because they're scared. They're scared of the injury. And again, this is DFS, man. If you scare, go to church. Um, the only the only thing that concerns me in the Kansas City Cincinnati game is I, I I think Kansas City does have a good defense and a good pass rush, and that O line for from Cincy is still kind of sus. That would be my only concern. But you're getting one of the best wide receivers in the league at seven percent on Fanduel sub five. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's super intriguing. Um, I I mean we don't have to mention AJ Brown uh, that much anymore. Uh, I won't go through the whole spiel, but uh, it is uh, it is Saturday. It is three a.m. and I'm going home with AJ Brown. <laughs> Flat out. <laughs> <laughs> like not even I, beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the text. You up? And it was AJ Brown. So, right. <laughs> Two thirty a.m. Headed home. Thinking this is about to be a, a, a crash type of night. You get that text. You up? And yeah, I, I'm with it, man. You know, if I was if I was into that type of freaky shit, I would have joined you. Because I want that text. Um, yeah. I mean, I think AJ Brown become. I mean, AJ Brown's probably my favorite wide receiver on this slate this week. Big facts. Um, with it. I mean, if you're looking at some of these other guys, um, I think Christian Watson, I, I don't think a lot of people are going to be playing Watson too much, especially with Garrett Wilson being right there. Is Aaron uh, Rodgers playing? I think so. Huh. Interesting. All right. I, I haven't heard anything saying he's not playing. All right. Um, I mean, I mean, these, the the wide receivers that become super intriguing on this slate are like the low price wide receiver in Jacksonville guys like shark Marvin Jones, Jr. Um, you know, I don't know if you would play these guys as one-offs or if you play them in game stacks, um, they become super intriguing. I don't, uh, the Nico Collins trap could be intriguing with no Brandon Cooks. Um, How can they move the ball, bro? <laughs> but there's nobody left, and he's only. I don't four. care. <laughs> I mean, no and they're, they're going to need to throw. Like at some point, he's four point two on DraftKings. So, you know, they're going to need to throw. Um, I think another wide receiver, like if you're paying down Matt Collins, 
at 4.6 on DraftKings, you know, in the potential shootout of a game there. Um, but, I mean, on the high end, um, you know, the Slim Reaper I like, Agent Brown. Um, I think Justin Jefferson's ownership, I think, is going to be the one. I think I think either A, they're off by a lot, either it's I don't think Justin Jefferson's ownership is going to project right. I think that's, I think that's the one that's going to be super intriguing tomorrow. I said I'm all about Jay Jetta. I'm I'm totally with it in um in Jets game stacks. Um, the last one of the last guys I'll mention is if I like Miami so much, you already know I like some of the runback options with no Debo potentially more than likely. Brandon Ayuk is coming in at less than five percent owned. Nobody, nobody plays that dude ever. Exactly, and this is a walking two touchdown type of fellow. Uh, agreed. Because I, I think I'm talking about a lot of 49ers, aren't I? Um, I got a boner for this game. The Just passing two. options, yeah. I mentioned Jordan Mason too. The numbers, Mason. The numbers, Mason. <laughs> what do the they number. mean? <laughs> the, the Don't just wait till we get to tight end because my number one tight end with a bullet. It well, well, well. You let me know when we're ready to go there. Um. Yeah. If you wanna, you wanna take that bullet and uh, go on ahead and pinch it off. George freaking Kittle. Okay. Listen, Miami is sus at best against the tight end position. All right. And no one's going to play George Kittle. No one's playing 49ers with the exception of CNC. And it's really making me upset. And it's hurtful that a guy that does have the ceiling of a Mark Andrews and a Travis Kelsey on this slate is not going to be rostered. Because, like, everyone's going to say Kelsey or bust, which is fair. And I 100% agree with that. But, comma... I said, if I'm playing on FanDuel, right, primarily, and he is $2,200 less than Travis Kelsey in a better matchup. (laughs) So, like, I will never say don't play Travis Kelsey, but, again, there is one dude on this slate that can match the upside of Travis Kelsey, and it's George Kittle. And no one's going to play him. And it hurts my soul a little bit. Um, I think you're a hundred percent right. <laughs> I mean, everyone else is a punt. You know, like Mark Andrews hasn't been good in what a month <laughs> since week three. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, I mean, for real though. Like, I mean, he did drop a touchdown last week, from what I remember. I mean, I think three people, like three consecutive plays, dropped touchdowns, <laughs> which was hilarious. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I like the Kittle call. Um, I don't. I can't afford Travis Kelsey this week. But I, to be honest, I very rarely play the guy because um, most of the time tight end doesn't put you to sleep in DFS. Like you can not normally, no, not, not normally. normally. So like, I very rarely, like if I'm playing Kelsey, it's in a Mahomes stack. But that's about yeah. it. Like, um. If you want to punt the position, um, Evan Ingram is worth a punt on either site. High-scoring game. I, you know, he's gonna have some ownership though. I, I, I think like you're looking at like him. 
I got I got Evan Ingram at sub seven on DraftKings and at about six on FanDuel. I got him about eight on FanDuel, but I mean, <laughs> when it comes to this position, excuse me, um, you're looking at like the Muth as a chalkier option. Like Travis Kelsey obviously is going to lap the field when it comes to ownership. But oh, I mean, and we talked about it uh, a little bit. I mean, well, throwing Hayden Hurst in that, you know, mismosh of guys. But we talked about it a little bit uh, via text earlier today uh, about Harrison Bryant potentially being a play with uh, no Njoku. Uh, correct, because Deshaun Watson does like to throw to his tight end. I mean, this is this is TD or bust. I mean, if you're playing these bums, it's TD or bust anyway, right? Uh, 100%. Snoop's uh, not a bum. Chill. George Kittle. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I was referring to uh, Tyler Gronklin. In the revenge game. I mean, I got him for some ownership. I got him at uh, 8%. Uh, I got <laughs> I got him right around the, uh, at least on DraftKings, 8%. Oh, on DraftKings. He's, oh, he's like damn near free. <clears throat> yeah, FanDuel I mean, is a little different. FanDuel is a little different. FanDuel is a little different. Um, but, yeah, he's basically free on DraftKings. Um, and, actually, before we that, like, I do have to mention um, – I, I'm high on this Browns. Pa- I'm high on the Browns tomorrow. You said you're higher on the Browns. Yeah. I, Interesting. I, I, I like. Like I get it. People are like, okay, like they get up by thirty. Like they're not taking Watson out of that game. He has to throw. Like they got to get this dude reps if they're gonna try and make a playoff run. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Like, side note, boots on the ground, because, like, we're local. This is going to be the most cringeworthy game to watch of, like, all time. <laughs> Did you, uh, oh, you're not, on, I, uh, I forget, I, I forget you're not. So there was a thing on, on uh, I think it was on Twitter, uh, or I may have seen it on Facebook. It was a map of uh, the United States, and it was showing, like, what areas CBS is distributing the game out to. So it was, like, Ohio, and then, like, the slim part of, like, Houston, and maybe like another area, and then the rest of the the rest of the country is not getting this game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn, damn, that's but, pretty uh, deep, bro." Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not condoning what the guy did, but like, it, it's fantasy football. Like, we can legit make a whole podcast on how much I dis, how much disdain I have for Deshaun Watson, to be honest. But I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, but Houston, Houston is just so bad, and they're down there, and they're down their corner. He's still out. Derek Sting- Stingley Jr. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his last name right, but he's out. Um, I just think I'm high in the Browns. I mean, well, then you, I, I want to see some uh, Harrison Bryant sprinkled in some of your lineups, then, sir. I you might see you might see uh, one lineup of Deshaun Chubb and DPJ, or Deshaun DPJ and Harrison Bryant. It's a road game, so Amari Cooper he 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 doesn't sleep right on the road, from what I've heard. <laughs> for, uh, for, uh, what is it? Oh, that's uh, that's on the Swolecast. Uh, so I'll give those guys the credit. But uh, yeah, on the road, he can't just seem to sleep right. Per I mean, he's night. he's performed in Texas before. 
<laughs> yeah, at the Cowboy Stadium. When That's he was what I'm saying. Him. Yeah, when he was sleeping at home. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. It's just Amari, man. He Amari. I mean, he doesn't sleep right, you know? Can't he can't get comfortable. Can't get comfy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, any more takes at tight end? I mean Nah, I mean, like you said, man, pay up for Kelsey or you're just punting it off. And again, my my favorite play without question is George Kittle. You know, throwing some Gronklin at the low end if you want. Other than that, man, you're just hoping to get hoping to pop these guys into the end zone. So I'm good. Hey, Lar- how ballsy would it be? Large field GPP. You fade Kelsey to play Noah Gray. In <laughs> <laughs> your Mahomes stacks? Yep. <laughs> Yo, if Noah Gray scores tomorrow, I'll be like, uh, I need you to cite approximately 45 minutes and seven seconds into the last podcast because Chili totally called it. Like, like and the thing is, is he might not even get like a passing touchdown. He could go under center. Oh, yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. It's um, like when uh, Durham scored last week. Durham. Dude, Durham Smythe is always eligible for <laughs> scoring a touchdown. Always. Uh, um. One more guy, uh, Jordan Aikens for the Texans. If you're like, if you're really looking to punt, <laughs> respect, respect. All right, well, let's slide over to defense for some odd reason. Uh, where is the damn Browns? Oh, there we go. Okay, all right, hold on. I had to, <laughs> I had it sorted the wrong way. <laughs> what the fudge? Like, how are they not projecting well? Anywho, uh, Nobody. the Browns. Nobody's- yeah, in terms of if you're looking at an ownership play, if you have enough money to get to the Browns, that's fine. Um, I mean, they expensive, but this is a pay up to be contrarian type of spot, right? Right, because everybody would rather anybody that's paying up is probably just paying for the Seahawks defense against the JV team that is the Los Angeles Rams. Hey man, you shut your mouth when Kyron Williams goes for a hundred in a touch. Don't don't at me, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I I hope you're right. Um, I mean, I you mean, know, I'm a Seahawks fan, so I, I actually want that to happen. But I mean, I do kind of want that to happen. If you uh, if you think the Texans, if you think Deshaun Watson's going to come out and be ass, and you want to plug in the Texans defense at 2300, thank you. Against, I'm not against it. Um, as Everybody's as I, zooming Damian Pierce, right? You might <laughs> as well just stack up the defense with him. Um, and then I mean, it. I mean, if you're looking for a mega mega punt. You can play Tennessee's defense. There, it's a good defense. I mean, it is a good defense, but they about to get the work. I'm oh, sorry, so. they about to I, get the hurt. I, I hope so. Um, and then, I mean, after that, I mean, basically at this point, from what I'm seeing, if you're if you're fading the Seahawks, Steelers, and Broncos defense, you're pretty much. Uh, you're pretty much contrarian. Uh, I mean, just for Baker, I'll mention the Ravens defense is playing Denver. So let's ride. Let's ride. Uh, can I interest you in the Giants defense against Heineke? Yes. You said Taylor Heineke. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's like where I'm going to go like a lot. And again, if you want to really flip the build, like really flip the build, if you want to really get off the chalk, that's going to be this Lions Jacksonville game. <laughs> play the Lions defense. I think you could play either one. Trevor Lawrence 
can throw you some interceptions, bro. That's good. Listen, listen. You stack up DeAndre Swift. <laughs> Stop it. With the Lions defense, bro. Print money. Print it. Print. Print it. <laughs> Hilarious. Will that uh will that do it for defense? I just about. Listen, since we got a little bit of time, <clears throat> let's go position by position and tell me who is the highest scoring player tomorrow. Well, later today, I should say, at uh, at each position, in your opinion. All right, I like so that. So we'll start at quarterback. Who's going to be the highest scoring player at the position, man? Highest scoring position, quarterback. Quarterback. Uh. We're not saying you need to play this person. We're not saying that. You adjust your builds accordingly. But in order to give you the best shot at winning, you're probably going to need an outlier score from a certain quarterback on your team. Kenny Pickett. No. uh, (laughs) Ooh, we. Ooh, we. uh, I'm going to go Hurts. You going with the business? I'm going to go with the business. Business is booming up your butt. <laughs> you uh, you looking to expand your business? <laughs> business is closed. Business, business is closed. closed. Uh, I've been beating the drum the entire week, and I will continue to do so. It's Tua. There, I said it. It's fucking Tua. Running back, running back. Again, we're not saying you got to play these guys or this particular person or whoever we suggest that might be the highest score. Because, again, we've seen the highest scoring running back on slates not matter. Derrick Henry over 200 yards and two touchdowns. (laughs) He was like, what, 2% owned? (laughs) Yeah, didn't matter. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. You know who he did that against? The Texans. The Texans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, are you going Nick Chubb then? I'm absolutely going Nick Chubb. I, I, like... I think this is just a player that everybody's like, I get it. Like, I totally get fading Nick Chubb here because of the price. But, like, I really think 202 is in the realm. Agreed. Like, if we were going to have a bold a bold take segment, like, I would think, like, Nick Chubb could break the record in this game. Jeez, using that bad, huh? They're bad. But they're going to want to get Watson work, bro. I get it, but if, if Nick Chubb's running like that and he's got play action. I mean, Nick Chubb's going to eat tomorrow, bro. I think so. He, he's going to eat. He's going to eat. <laughs> uh, my guy, I hate to say this, but it's probably going to be Austin Eckler. Only because he's going to catch 18 balls. <laughs> You're not wrong. He's going to have seven rushing yards because they yeah. just refuse to run the damn ball now. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna go ten for thirty, but have eight for a hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean PPR scoring, just just give me Austin Eckler, man. I, just, just load him up, just load him the hell up. But if I wasn't picking Austin Eckler, I would be picking Austin Eckler light and going DeAndre Swift. Suck it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Watch, chill. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> Uh, wide receiver, are we in agreement? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, Arthur I'm, pretty, Juan. I'm pretty sure we're in agreement. Yeah, Arthur Juan. <laughs> Ar- Arthur freaking Juan, number one. Number <laughs> one with a bullets. I think uh, I think Cheetah is going to be right behind him. But, uh, 
Yeah, I think uh, I think Arthur, it's Arthur Juan week. I, I don't care what anybody says. Period. Agreed. Tight end. Oh, this You're is picking between like one guy. <laughs> like one I or mean, two guys. Because I am gonna have Kenny Pickett in one stack. I'll, I'll just I'll roll with the booth. The Mooth outscores Kelsey and Andrews and Kittle and I do. I'm playing Kenny Pickett, so like someone's got to do it, right? I got it. I'm probably playing it with the Mooth, so yeah. Respect. I'll go with the Mooth. Fair, fair. George freaking Kittle. Damn it! Watch that four o'clock hammer is gonna hit hard. I'm with it. And defense, the most, the highly, most highly varianced position in our DFS lineups. I wish it didn't exist, but they make us play it. So, who's the highest scoring defense tomorrow, bro? I should just close my eyes and point. Um, and you probably would be <laughs> damn close. I mean. Uh, me personally, I'm probably this. I'll go Steelers. Man, this is funny. I was gonna say the same exact thing. I'll go Pittsburgh. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess truthfully, if if the Jets' defense is as legit as what we think it is, like, <clears throat> if if Cousins throws a couple interceptions early, trying to force the ball to to Justin Jefferson. Like, we saw it when he played the Eagles. Like, after a couple interceptions, he literally just said, nope, done with that. So, like, I can see the Jets' defense as well. I like that. I like that. I'm uh, I'm picking Detroit. <laughs> Bro, let's go. I, I, think, I, I think the Jaguars <laughs> get mopped up in this game. I'm not going to lie to you right now. Hilarious. I, I mean, I wish I could be trolling. But like it's something in my heart of hearts that says like this game is gonna be so wonky that everybody's gonna get pissed. Like the Jaguars aren't good. I'm not trusting Trevor freaking Lawrence again. If Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones and Travis Etienne put me to bed and run it back with the Sun God, y'all do that. If that puts me to sleep, I will be comfortably asleep at three forty-five. Okay. I'm fine with that. But you best believe I'm going to wake up because Tua plays at 425. Ah, It's comeback season, chill. It's comeback season, and I'm here for it. And I'm here for it. Uh, Any closing thoughts before we go ahead and close up the shop, bro? No, I mean, this is, <clears throat> this is one of the better slates of the year. Um, I, I mean... Truthfully, we don't know, you know, we don't know what's going to go down tomorrow. I mean, this year has been quite chalky uh, in terms of the results. But, I mean, it's super interesting tomorrow um, to see kind of what what side of the strategy pays off. Is it going to be these high-end running backs? Is it going to be these high-end wide receivers? Um, so I'm kind of intrigued to see how it all unfolds tomorrow. Yes, it's always fun when we get to gamble our hard-earned American doll hairs on this game that we call DFS. Guys, I hope you take some of our takes into consideration as you're finishing that first or second cup of morning coffee. That bag, that bag of cream cheese. 
And, uh, you know, we wish you all the best in your tournament lineups. And, yeah, just remember, Arthur Juan, just play him. Just, just do that. Just do, be it. just do it. Just, just, just freaking do it. Now, if he goes like three for thirty-three, I'm gonna be like fucking pissed. Well, then, <laughs> if he goes three for thirty-three, our bad. Yeah, yeah, about that. But yeah, I guess it's that time. Chill. Thanks for joining me on uh the three <laughs> three seventeen a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your time. Appreciate you being with us, and uh, I I think you know what to do. I'm going to grab the bucket. Guys, you already know, like I said, I had to cut back on the smoking because of the, uh, <laughs> you know, the strip. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get to work, closing up the shop. And hopefully by 8 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time, we will see you all at the top. Thanks for listening. Peace.